I walked in to the party like I was walking onto a yacht. My hair strategically dipped below one eye. My scarf, it was apricot. I had one eye in the mirror as I watched myself gavot. And all the boys dreamed that they'd be my partner. They'd be my partner, cause I'm so vain. I'm pretty sure this song is about me. I'm so vain. Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you? Don't you? Oh, welcome. It's been a while to the latest episode of This Joe Batance. An exclu- I'm telling you, I want to make this very fucking clear. This show will never be released outside of the exclusive tier. Okay? Only for the exclusive tier. Exclusive tier only. Not even friends and family. This, this show is not kept. It's not, re- I mean, it's recorded. But, like, this is essentially a personal journal that I keep for my own personal use, and you guys get to listen to it. In fact, we have Laurie Roggenkamp with me. I'm going to tell you something, Laurie, and I'm safe to say this. Yeah, hello. It's safe to say this now. I made a fatal mistake. In fact, I have a new rule for this Joba Tance. Mm -hmm. I can't talk to people about people in the exclusive tier. Because I talked about Devin McKay... Uh, last episode and I mm-hmm. got like a scathing email from Devin McKay because he was like yeah I may have dropped out but I still have I still have access until the end of the month and so I heard what you said about me and just so you know blah 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 blah, blah. and I was like oh god oh god so even if he hears and Devin McKay if by some magic you hear this you know what this show is I just speak freely so it's your fault for getting your feelings hurt or whatever <laughs> What's oh, funny? okay. So now, now I'm you're taking my stance. What? Of it's. <laughs> I don't know what this is me. So just accept it. Yeah, this is me. So I, well, no, because I'll say it like this. I don't know what you're complaining about, there, partner. This is just who I am. This <laughs> is just the way I'm gonna do is it. Is that how I talk to That's you? That's how you were speaking. Yes. Look, all right, any, all right, all right. Any, let me tell you this. I'm going to send it to you. Everyone should know. Any the only way my microphone will work with everything to work is I have to be recording. So anything you guys hear is always recorded. Okay. In fact, I have to send Aiden. Um, oh, I got the, oh I got the scoop on the Aiden thing from yesterday. Everyone should know. Oh my god. So and then Eve Adams. Who I think is there actually. I think Eve is in the is even the chat room right now. Oh, and I have a new rule. I can't talk about people in the in the exclusive tier anymore. So I can't talk about this. Cool. All right. So bye. all right. All right. So there's that. Anyway, everyone is dying to know about the Aiden weekend, right? Uh huh. So okay. So first, um, I had to pick up Aiden at the airport on Friday, right? So I yeah. drove to the airport, and I, you know what's so funny is I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous Thursday. I wasn't ever nervous. I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna pick him up, whatever, take him to UCLA, drop him off, right? Uh-huh. And I'm getting to the airport, and he was supposed to get there at um, nine forty-five a.m. Right? 
So I was driving using Waze to get there at nine. Well, actually, I even got there at nine thirty. I had I had Waze get me there at nine thirty, and um, I know from my Uber days that there's a parking lot. It's called, and not a lot of people, not, lot of people know this. Don't know this. It's called. I think you didn't know this, Laurie, right? The cell phone lot or whatever. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, so I that, know that, that's yeah. crazy. There's a cell phone lot. So I was just gonna go park there and chill and like you know. Just kind of like meditate before I pick them up and stuff like that. And then as I'm about to get off the freeway to go into the cell phone parking lot, Aiden calls me. His plane had landed early and he was already waiting. Right? So yeah. I just went straight to the terminal to pick it. And it was then when he called me that, that my plans were all messed up mm-hmm. that I got super nervous. I got really, really, really nervous. Like shaking nervous. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I go to the airport and I, uh, and it's so weird. So then I know what terminals he is in and where he's calling me like, oh, I'm over here. And then at a certain point I get to his terminal and I don't see him. He goes, I don't see you. And then like, it's almost like the clouds parted and I just see him walking to me. And you have to understand something. This is a person I've never met face to face, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, have you guys FaceTimed at all? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had FaceTime many times, but I just had never seen, like, in the flesh, you know? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, In person. And so, um, he's like, oh, my God, there you are. He's so excited. He starts running towards me. And I got, I, I just got all awkward and didn't know how to act. And I was, like, nervous. I was just nervous. I was so, and I was like, here he is. First of all, I got to tell you guys something. I'm going to insult him, but in, 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 in a way of complimenting him. Okay. Never. Which is just called a Joe Batan statement. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't trust the pictures of Aiden Deem on, on Instagram. There, I would almost say a lie. And what I mean mm-hmm. is, I love him so much. I love him to death. He is terrible at taking pictures. Okay? Lori, he is beautiful in real life. Like, really? drop dead gorgeous in real life. You wouldn't get that from the pictures because he makes weird faces and he does weird things with his face when he's taking a picture. Uh-huh. But actually seeing him in real life, he is beautiful, okay? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, first of all, he's a lot taller than you think he is. Like, I think everyone in their imagination, because they hear his voice, is like, oh, he's like, you know, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, like you know, remember the kid we saw at um, the play? Yeah. Like that, right? No, he's like a strapping... Like six foot six one, and remember, he was a swimmer. He's a lifeguard, so he has like a swimmer's lifeguard's body, you know. And uh, and he's just fucking just gorgeous. He's gorgeous. Okay, so then I get like super nervous about like, oh my god, you know. And then I'm like, of course he's gonna see me, and he's gonna just be like, like uh, just grossed out and want to vomit and stuff like that so he gets in the car and he's so sweet and he's so nice he's like and he looks at me and he's like i'm so happy to see you and i go i'm so happy to see you and then like i'm just like really uncomfortable and i'm afraid to look at him and i'm just staring straight ahead i even say like um i can't be distracted because lex is like really confusing 
you know? Uh-huh. And so, what's so funny? I just love how that's happening. Uh, stop being beautiful, because I, I'm afraid I'm going to get in a car accident. So then I uh, I go I just I got to be quiet for a bit because I don't know where I'm going and I'm confused right yeah I had to get my wits about me and um so I'm driving we, and we were chit chatting a little bit and then um I just start do, making these weird motions with my hands to the point where he even notices he goes like oh he's like oh my god it's so weird to see you move in person like you make you do all he goes you use your hands a lot when you talk and I go I do is that true Lori do I. Um, you know, I don't. No, I don't think I do because then later I don't think you do. No, so later he says, I guess he goes. Now that I've been with you, this is later in the weekend. He goes, you don't. He's all that first day. He goes, I think you were nervous because you were using your hands a lot and started doing an impression of me. I'm gonna turn my camera on, um, so you can see. He was saying essentially like that. I was. Tell me when you can see me. Hold on. Okay, there you go. Hold on. Okay. So, um. Here we go. Okay, you can see me? That yeah. I was going like this and like this and like – right now I'm like twirling my hands and I do like a yeah. stop kind of thing. And like – and he, so it, it's so funny when you see him do the impression that he was saying that's what I was I was doing. And um, – That's cute. Yeah. So then um, I had to take him to UCLA, which isn't a far drive, but we drive through a neighborhood. I go, oh, this is where Lauren Eckert goes to school. And then he was like, oh, my God, we should message her. And then um, – he goes, oh, can we go later, though? Like, my friend, does, she's in class till, like, 11. Can we kill time in some kind of way? Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? I, there's a really cool cemetery right by UCLA. So I was going to go there. But then as soon as we get to, like, UCLA, he goes, oh, my friend's out of class. She wants me there now, right? And I was like, oh, okay, that's easy. So uh, we start driving to UCLA, and it's the way we're taking. I realize, oh, my God. I was like, I forget that the Golden Girls house is right by UCLA. Yeah, you had told me you were taking a photo by the girl. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that that was in. I thought for some reason I just assumed that that was in Florida. No, well, no. Well, it's so funny that you say that. So they did build. So after season one, they built an exact replica of the house in Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that they could actually use it in, to film in Florida. Uh, to do like you know like the car driving up or something that they needed yeah but um and and they put it on the tour too so it's also part of the the Hollywood tour in Florida it it was but um but it's a real house so uh, I go you know what I go told them I go I'm gonna make a left turn tell her you're gonna be late so we make a left turn it's about a, a five minute detour and he was so excited when he saw it and then we took a picture in front of it but it was we're still That's both cute. weird and awkward and then and then his friend got scared and was like oh my god where is he taking you to him turn around turn around turn around so then i dropped him off at ucla and that was day 1 i was only I, the first few days only i was only like basically an uber okay so uh that's friday saturday morning i have to pick him up from ucla and then take him to uh, Pitzer College, which is in Claremont. Okay? Okay. So I pick him up at UCLA. Same thing. He's like, oh, we don't have to. I told his his friend Michael. He goes, I picked him up at maybe like 1030, you know, 10 o'clock. He uh-huh. goes, I told Michael we wouldn't be there till like 1. Okay? And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. So we went around with, oh, this is a weird story. So I took him. To, he wanted to see. Um, 
he wanted to see what West Hollywood looked like. So we did a driving tour. We drove through Beverly Hills, and we went to West Hollywood. And then I wanted, he, I've always wanted to take him to Salt and Straw, which there's one in Seattle, but he won't go to it, right? Salt and Straw uh-huh. is, a, is like a fancy ice cream place, and they make like weird flavors, and the new Thanksgiving flavors had come out, right? So I was still, it's day number two. I've only spent really an hour with him. Um, and so, uh, could you see what Luke Stamen just wrote in the chat room? It's so fucking gross, Lori. What? He wrote, you waded through the cum flowing down the streets. Huh. huh I mean, I think somebody would die. Yeah. Or there you, would be you would dead think, people you would think that if there would, was that much cum. But don't you think they would close the roads, too? Like, you can't go down this way? Also, you would think that, like, in order for there to be that much cum, yeah. it, you'd have to have, like, several men mm-hmm. orgasming at the same time. Like, not even set hundreds of men. Have you ever heard that I old street like, joke? Have you heard this old street joke? No. Where these two gay guys meet on grinders, right? Uh-huh. And they go, to the, they go to one of their apartments, and they just fuck the whole weekend. Friday, they fuck, right? Uh-huh. Saturday, all day, they're fucking. Sunday, they're Fucking, fucking all day, fucking all night, fucking, 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 right? Uh huh. Monday morning, he, the the one at the top, let's say, yeah, it is the top. The top is like, baby, I want to keep fucking you, but I I gotta go to work, right? I have to go to work. He's all, make me a promise. Have you heard this joke before? No. He goes, make me a promise. Don't jack off, because I want to keep fucking you when I come home, right? And the bottom is like, you got it, boss. I'm not gonna jack off. Guy goes to work the whole day. He's like, I can't wait back to get back and fuck this guy, right? Uh-huh. Comes home, opens the door. The wall is covered in walls covered in cum. Ceiling, cum is dripping from the ceiling. All over the floors, just cum everywhere. Uh-huh. And he goes, babe, I thought I told you not to jack off. And he goes, I didn't. I farted. <laughs> anyway. Ah. Why? That's so gross. All right. So anyway, so we go to West Hollywood and we park. Okay. Uh huh. I think that 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 Haley quit on that one. Haley goes, "Okay, bye, guys." Haley's like, "I can't anymore." So wait, Lord, you have to go. Oh, okay. Well, finish your story. I don't want the last thing. I'm worried that I'm going to die, and I don't want the last (laughs) thing to hear me to hear is is that joke. So let me just finish the West Hollywood story and then you can go. Okay. So we parked the car and we're walking up and down West Hollywood. But, but Salt and Star doesn't open until noon and it's about 11.45 at that point. Okay? Okay. So uh, we're like, okay, well, let's go to the Abbey and I'll just show you the Abbey. The Abbey's right there. We'll walk around the Abbey. And so we walk around the Abbey. He's like, oh, this is cute, whatever. I'm, yeah, yeah, we walk around. And everyone, of course, because it's an old Mexican man with this young, cute boy, they're like staring at us like, what's going on here? And uh, so we walk, you know, the Salt and Star is open by that point. Um, And so we walk out of the Abbey, okay? Uh Uh-huh. And we're walking towards Salt and Straw. And all of a sudden, Ian goes like, oh, my God, I have a bloody nose. Right? And I look, and sure enough, there's blood dripping down his nose. But we've, we've just walked out of the Abbey. Yeah. So I go, okay, let's go to the Abbey, go to the bathroom, and take care of it, right? 
And he does. He goes to the bathroom. And then everyone's staring at me. I'm like, oh, because you know what? In their head, they just saw me go with this kid to the Abbey, walk out, and then come back seconds later, and he has a bloody nose. They probably think I just beat the shit out of him or slapped him or socked him when I walked outside. And then, of course, well, I, the, the waiter... Because you were, you were screaming, and I'll do it again if you act up! <laughs> so Aiden takes care of the bloody nose, and then he comes back, and then we go to Salt and Straw, and um, he tries the flavors. Salt and Straw does weird flavors, so one of them was like a turkey and stuffing ice cream, and he hated it, which I loved it, by the way. And then uh, I drove him to Michael's house, but he was an hour late to Michael's house, uh, Michael's school at Pitzer College, and later on I got blamed for it. All right, Laura, you have to go. I'm going to keep talking. Okay. But you go. Can I tell a dirty joke? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> so this little boy is playing in a playground, and he hears this girl say a word. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to tell that joke. <laughs> it's too long. Oh, yeah, don't do that uh, uh, so this, um, oh, what is this? Oh, so this little boy is um, getting ready for school, mm-hmm. and he walks into his dad's shaving, and his dad cuts his face. He says, "Ah, shit!" Mm-hmm. And the little boy goes, "Dad, what is? What did you just say?" He goes, "Oh, oh, uh, uh, uh son, um, uh, shit is actually a, a word for uh, shaving cream. Mm-hmm. That's what you say for a shaving cream." Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Oh, okay." So then he walks um, downstairs, and his mom's uh, cutting up some turkey, mm-hmm. and his mom accidentally cuts himself. And she goes, ah, fuck. Mm-hmm. He goes, mom, what did you just say? She goes, oh, oh, God, I didn't know you there. Um, uh, fuck is actually a, uh, another uh, word for turkey. Mm-hmm. And he, the little boy goes, oh, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so then um, he uh, goes to school. And there is a plumbing problem. So he has to go home early. Mm-hmm. So he uh, walks in and he walks in on his parents having sex. Okay. And his dad is going, oh, I, I, want, I love your milky white tits. <laughs> and, okay. and the mom is going, oh, I love stroking your hairy balls. Uh-huh. And um, the boy goes, mom, dad, what are you doing? And uh, the mom and dad go, oh, my God. Oh my god. Uh uh sweetie, uh um I I was just telling your father uh that I uh hairy balls is another word for uh a hat rack. Mm-hmm. And um uh the husband like playing off the wife goes, "Yes, and uh, uh milky white tits is another word for coat rack." Mm-hmm. And the little boy is, "Oh, okay." Um so then the following week is Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and the little boy's playing upstairs and the doorbell rings and the mom goes, sweetie, can you get the door? So he runs downstairs and he sees his grandma and grandpa and he goes, hi, grandma and bra- grandpa. Let me put your coat on the milky white tits and your hat on the hairy balls. Mom's in there cutting fuck and dad's putting shit on his face. There you go. There you Where go. are you going after this? I want to know. I'm going to kill myself. Um, <laughs> No, where are you going? Uh, I'm going. Well, first I got a shower, uh-huh. and then I'm going to go up to uh, L.A. to um, uh, do a recorded episode of Bloody Podcast. Oh, look at you—a live in-person recording for Bloody Podcast. <laughs> yeah, 
<clears throat> excuse me, we're doing a, a Florida women. You know the game that you play where you yeah, you put Florida in like Florida man. man. Uh huh. We we did that with but with Florida women. So. Oh. Yeah. Can't wait to hear that episode. Well, thank you, Lori. No, and um, you're not going to listen to it. You're right. I'm not going to listen to it. <laughs> but uh, uh, we will talk to you soon. All right. And then now that I'm leaving, you can bitch about me. So. All right. Goodbye. Bye. So, anyway, so Saturday, um, uh, I dropped off Aiden at like two, and then uh, I went home. I think I was super tired and I took a nap and then I actually then ran errands. Uh, I went and got like, because, oh, well, because I knew I was going to Disneyland the next day and I knew I was going to do a lot of walking. So I went and got new shoes. I did just little errands that I had to do. And then I went to bed early. And then the next day, and I was really excited. I picked up Aiden and we went to Disneyland. Uh, So I pick him. Oh, so here's a funny story. And I don't feel bad because Lori already knows the story because I called it right afterwards. So on my way to go pick up Aiden, you know, because the, 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 when I picked him up on Saturday, he just got away from his friend. She had wanted to walk him out because she wanted to meet me. And he's like, oh, no, I'm taking an Uber. Never mind. Bye. So she's like, oh, okay, bye. And just let him go. And so um, he texts me right before the, the next day. And he says, Michael wants to come out and even walk me out even when the Uber comes. And so I go, oh, my God. And I go, you know what? Because I I will say in fairness, I'm the one that didn't want to meet his friends. He wanted to introduce me to his friends. Okay, this is not an Aiden thing. This is a Joe thing. All right. He wanted to uh, to introduce me to his friends. And... um. He, um, so this is a me thing, all 100% me. And, uh, what happens is I tell him, I go, okay, well, just, just warn him that I'm older and that I'm a fucking, I look like Shrek slash a monster slash a troll slash, uh, job of the hut, you know, slash an, uh, a melted candle, blah, 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 blah. But right when I send that, he goes, I told him you're the Uber driver. So I'm like, oh, God, now I'm pretending to be the Uber driver? Oh, God. So I drove up, and he was standing there with Michael. And so I pretended, since I've been an Uber driver before in my life, I just, like, drove past him. I went, are you Aiden? But then here's the weird thing. Is then Aiden gets in the car in the front seat, and I had gotten Aiden a donut. So he has a donut. What Uber driver gives you a donut, and then you sit in the front seat? I don't know. It was super weird. But luckily, I don't think Michael was paying attention. So um, all was good. Okay. So um, so we drive to Disneyland. And he was very, very excited to go to Disneyland. And um, well, no, well, first we stopped at Target and we got him shoes. Because he was wearing his Birkenstocks. And I was like, I'm telling you right now. We are going to do a lot of walking today. We need to get you some shoes. So we got him some, like, just basic shoes at Target. Like, nothing. Like, they were, they were $15 shoes or something. And uh, we ordered there. We get him the shoes. And then, but it was the it was the neighborhood Target where I am. So I was so nervous. I was going to see my parents. So nervous. So we get, we get in. We get out of the Target. And then we go to Disneyland. We meet John Paul. And it's so funny. Because John Paul knew how old he was. But when John Paul sees him, you can tell John Paul's just like, whoa, okay. 
uh, that's what we're doing here. And um, and Aiden's acting really serious. Now, one of the things I will tell you is Aiden has a very dry sense of humor, but it's also a very silly sense of humor. So one of the things that I've learned is that he's actually very silly most of the time because sometimes he would say things on the phone or something or even on FaceTime, and I just wouldn't get it. But when you see him in real life walking and talking and making the jokes because he's so dry, then you realize he's kidding. Like, he doesn't look with his eyes or something like that. So uh, he was being very, very silly. I'm trying to think of any other highlights. It's just, you know, Disneyland was a really important day because at some point, because that was even awkward Saturday, right? At some point, and I don't know when, the awkwardness faded away, and it was like we'd always hung out, you know? And I guess Disneyland is a very easy place to bring it together. He loved, loved, loved Disneyland, and um, he really loved Fantasmic, which is a show at Disneyland. Uh, And his favorite ride was Splash Mountain. I will say there was an odd moment. Now, this is at the end of the night, right? At the end of the night, he wanted to go in Haunted Mansion, which is right now in Nightmare Before Christmas mode. I don't like the Nightmare Before Christmas when it's Haunted Mansion. And um, and we were just tired. We were dead. We've been there for 12 hours at this point, And I'm just literally dead on my feet. And we're, I think I talked about this on some show. I think on Hello Uglies. But now he's just trying to make small talk. And the only reason we're not talking is because we're both exhausted. But he starts talking about Angina and season five. I don't really know what he was saying. And I just got so cunty because I was so tired. And I just straight up was like, I don't want to talk about work. And his face fell and I got felt I immediately felt so badly. And I apologized, but then we were just quiet the rest of the night. I thought, oh, I just fucked this up. But it turned out he was just mostly quiet because he was just exhausted. So we went to the hotel room. So then I'm really buzzing through it. I'm sure there'll be I, I'm sure I'll fill in holes. Uh and maybe I'll maybe I'll get Aven, maybe I'll get Aiden to come on here to um to talk about it too because he might remember things or talk about something remember, remember. i don't know we'll figure it out he, he wants to come on the air so this will be a good one so luke oh my god then you raw dogged so we get to the hotel we're both just so beat right and um i'll just say that was where we had our first kiss and it was very cute and it was, oh, we, you know, we were holding hands in Disneyland. I'll say that. We were holding hands in Disneyland, but I only wanted to do it on the rides because, I don't know, like, I just worry about appearances, you know, just because I'm older and stuff like that. And so, um, but we kissed in the hotel room and it was very sweet. I will save talking about that till he's here. And, um, and here's the thing is, and he didn't know this, he, and he was actually kind of upset about this. I didn't spend the night. I didn't spend the night in a hotel. I let him stay. I, first of all, he hadn't had a good night's sleep. And I knew this already. I knew this was going to happen. You know, he was at two different colleges with his friends. And so he hadn't really had a good night's sleep in, like since he left Seattle. So uh, he, I, I left. I went home. And uh, I slept, got a good night's sleep, took a shower, went the next day, early the next day. And I picked him up, and it was just very sweet when I picked him up. And we, he, he, when he was at UCLA with his friend, I didn't realize this. I guess they don't really have beaches in Seattle. So he had never been to the beach in his entire life. So he went to the... Boy, you know what? He's a fucking liar. I just realized that he's been to Hawaii. 
Hmm. I'm going to call him on this bullshit. But he loved the beach, and he loved the beach in California. Well, like he wanted, he'd never been to the beach in California because he'd never been to California. So he loved the beach, and he wanted to go back to the beach. So we went to Laguna Beach, and we hung out there, and we had a very romantic time in Laguna Beach. And then I drove him to the airport, and like I said on Hello Uglies, when he got out of the car, he planted two kisses on me right there in front of Ontario is kind of like a hickey town. So anyway, in terms of what I feel like, it's weird, and I was telling Taylor this right before the show, is, and you guys can ask questions, because maybe I'm missing something, and I want to have Aiden here, too, and we'll have Aiden do a full recap as well, but um, I I felt it was weird, and I told Aiden this today, and stuff like that, is like, before Aiden and I talked, I never really missed Aiden, because... Um, I just had never met him, and now, and now I miss him. I can't speak for him, so I'll let him speak for him. All I can only speak for myself. He did some very cute things. Like um, at one point at Disneyland, he went to go buy some tea because he was running low on energy. And when he came back, he bought me this little Disneyland teacup as a way to thank. Oh, we also went to a nice dinner at a jazz kitchen. I mean, it was just a really romantic day at Disneyland, and it was very, very nice. And I had a really, really good time. And it was very, very cute. And yeah, right now I'm very in that swoony mode. Um, I did talk to John Paul yesterday. And um, John Paul likes Aiden a lot. But John Paul was very like, I, like, and I, and I agree. Everything I'm going to say, I, I, I guess I'm kind of hiding behind this because I'm saying John Paul said it. But it's, it's a feeling that I have too. And Aiden and I have talked about it, but I don't think Aiden fully grasps it. And it's something that I know. And John Paul just, John Paul just wanted to be a good friend and say he knew it too. And it was one of these things where John Paul was like, I think Aiden's really nice. I think Aiden really loves you. He's like, but you realize the odds of this really working out are not very good. And he's like, because ultimately Aiden doesn't even know who he is yet. So... And you, ha- you have a very strong sense of who you are. And I know this. And I was actually telling Sweet Michael today. I, I told Sweet Michael today. I go, look, I'm very aware. I'm hyper aware. None of you should ever worry that I'm not. That I'm actually creating an amazing boyfriend for somebody else. You know? Um, yeah, and it makes me kind of tear up saying that, you know? So I know someone's going to reap the benefits because, look, there's a lot of things that need fixing. Um, And we'll fix those. And then he will – it'll be – it sort of reminds me of that very last scene in Jungle Book when, um, you know, they've vanquished the foe and Baloo and um, Mowgli are like, what are we going to do now? And then Mowgli's like, let's go do this, this, this. And then Mowgli sees the the girl with the bowl on her head and – and then uh, Baloo's like, oh, but, but, and it's just like, I know it's going to be the case here. You know, it's sad, but now look, it hasn't happened. Maybe, because I will say this. Here's what I'll say. Obviously, that makes the most logical sense, you know? Um, 
Thank you, Humble Pie. Humble Pie said I'm in the perfect spot to brainwash another perfect boy for you. Well, look, I will say this. In a lot of ways, you know, he said some amazing things. And I, I kind of want to recap this with Aiden. So I, there are things I know I want to talk about, but I, I don't want to put I don't want to put words in his mouth. I don't want there to be hearsay. You know, and I want him to say it. Because either you won't believe me or I won't say it correctly. So, um, but I you know, at one point in the hotel room, I did say, um, you know, he is the perfect mix of Cameron and Nick Swartzen. And what I mean is, like, Nick Swartzen, for his own weird psychological fuck-ups, this is so funny for me to say, because I do not see myself in any kind of way, but this was Nick Swartzen's fetish. Nick Swartzen view, pretty much only viewed me as a sex object. I was just accept- he had no he had no interest to know me or get I mean he knew me, but he had no interest in in getting an emotional relationship with me. It, it was mostly just it was really just uh, a higher form of a fuck buddy, a regular fuck buddy and he was fucking nobody else. Okay? Cameron was the opposite. Cameron was essentially a straight guy who fell emotionally. He I I do think this and I don't think it's just with me. I think I saw this on on uh Reddit somewhere. There's something called heterosexual and then there's homosexual, right? But you can also be heteroromantic and homoromantic. And I think that Cameron is heterosexual but homoromantic because he always has an intense like right before me he was in an intense emotional relationship with Sweet Michael. And I don't know what's happened since, but I know right after me there was another guy, I can't remember his name, that he was in like a, an intense emotional relationship with. But he likes to have sex with women. So Aiden is in this perfect thing is that the way he looks at me and the way he engages with me emotionally is not like Cameron at all. Where they're two different people. But it's the same kind of love. And But yet also, and I know this is weird, he does view me as a romantic sexual being. We've talked about it. We've made out, blah, 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 blah. But also, it's one of these things where, you know, one of the things he said to me that was really important, because I told him at one point, and this is why he said Aiden might be different, is um, at one point I said, you know, you make me want to be a better person. I want to be healthier. I want to be, and I go, and I go, and I want to do it for me. I go, I'm not doing it for you, but you make me want to be healthier. You make me want to eat right. You make me want to work out, not just so I can be on this planet longer with you, not even necessarily for looks. And he and he and he looked at me. He was very serious, and he said, "You know, if you want to do that for you and to be healthy, I support it as long as it's because you're doing it for you. But if you think you're doing it for me, you don't need to because I think you're beautiful the way you are, and I think you'll always be beautiful. So I think I'm attracted to you now. I think you're beautiful now. So you don't need to do that unless you want to do it for yourself. But don't think you're doing it for me." And I was like, oh, this guy is really special. So, um, yeah. So I want, I, want, I want you guys to get to know him in that way. That's the thing. And that's a tricky thing because I almost feel like Aiden is like Michigan J. Frog. I, I, I went, went, before he was going to meet people, I told Lori and John Paul this because I know it to be true. When it's just me and him one-on-one, he's actually very emotionally mature and he, you know, is – you know, like for instance, Haley's very emotionally mature, and he's no different from Haley, right? But then you get an audience, and all of a sudden he turns into like Ralph Wiggum from Simpsons, and he's like, "I learned how to tie my shoes today," and he puts like smiling cat emojis in the chat room and stuff like that, and that's—I don't know why—that's where he retreats to. You know, we've talked about this before. We've talked about this before on the show about. 
um, uh, when I first started doing catching up, I did this weird version of myself that's not true. That, that was actually one of the reasons why I hated doing stand up was I didn't sound like me when I was doing stand up. I did like this weird ca- not character. I wasn't doing a character. I just did this weird voice when I did stand up and I didn't like it. And I think it's the same thing. I think he gets uncomfortable when he's on the air. So he starts doing this like weird little kid impersonation. I don't know. That's not who that person is. So I want to bring him on because hopefully he can show you who he really is. And and then you could understand more why I love him so much and maybe why he loves me so much. And so that'll be the next goal. But that was how the weekend went. Um, I'm, there are a ton of stories, but we have to get him on. And uh, let me see, you know, we follow each other on Find My Friends. So let me, because I know he was visiting a friend today. And as of 20 minutes ago, he was still there. Um, But if he's at home, maybe he can come on. But, um, okay, well, why don't we, you know, we've been recording actually, I think for another, like almost 40 minutes here. Because Lori, I think, and I think 30 of those minutes was, yeah, he's still with his friends. Uh, Was Lori telling that joke. But we'll be back tomorrow. We're gonna do. We're gonna do uh, this Joe Batanz every day, and nothing really in particular happened today. So we can continue this tomorrow. Hopefully, Aiden can come on. But for now, we will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for being here, and we will talk soon. <laughs>